Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 58 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with Steppenwolf telling Desaad that he will conform all of Earth into believing in the Great One. The Great Dark Side. And then the minute is going to end with Desaad telling Steppenwolf that he betrayed him. Mm-hmm. That very Dark Side. The same uh, guy. <laughs> that very same guy. Um, so, uh, you know, watching this minute for the first time with you and, and Matt when we first saw this movie, these scenes are great. I really I am a huge fan of these Desaad, Steppenwolf, Dark Side apocalypse bits that we get throughout this movie. Um when I started to read into the criticism, you know, around the internet, because obviously that was bound to happen with a Zack Snyder movie, um, a lot of people said this is just exposition minute talk. Uh, do you feel the same way? Has, has your thoughts changed on these scenes? Yeah, I mean, yes, it's exposition, but this is exposition that I don't know, you know? This isn't exposition that's like take it back to last scene this is an exposition of hey man atlantis is in shambles there's an invasion going on things are happening um nor is this exposition like hey marie santos why is your husband doing what he's doing hey he's not my husband but batman batman needs to get stopped punch him with a fist it's not that type of exposition (laughs) this is exposition that we don't know this alien story like yeah we have no idea why Steppenwolf is here other than just getting the mother boxes. Like, there's no... We don't know anything. So, yeah, if you want to put, like, motive behind his actions with this and and being able to connect with the villain, giving those uh, arguments, whatever. Um, But this is good exposition. This is some of the best exposition that we get in this movie because it doesn't involve batman superman wonder woman or or any of the justice league members it's not their main story this isn't the hero's exposition this isn't superman going to climb a mountain and seeing dead man pa kent to find himself exposition you know Mm -hmm. this is solid hey this is the other side of the coin why is steppenwolf doing this the dude's got his own problems there's a reason why he's coming to Earth and killing all these people and taking the mother boxes and stuff, and it's not just power. Yes, it is, but like, you know, we later learn that those are things. Those th- th- these things are important. This is yeah. good exposition. Yeah, it's it's actually it's really cool just how these two can give us the exposition that we need for the story, like as far as like the mother boxes and how they're finding them and how that's going to bring the team together. But it's having two characters give each other that information obviously they need to give it for us but how do we get two characters that know each other how do we get them to tell the exposition to each other and so they do this really great thing which i guess when you think about the mother boxes themselves he's they don't have them they've never had them so without the mother boxes they could never do this they could never have these conversations with each other so the fact that he has one mother box and he explains that this mother box called out to him. They're communicating probably for the first time like this. I'm sure they've communicated in other ways before. I'm You're not saying sure. with the communication obsidian stone? 
with the with with the graphite stone, the graphite tip stone. The mother box that they have created this. Yes. Communication relay. Right. They did not have mother boxes before because they've lost them. So they've probably been unable to communicate in a direct, you know, line like this before. <sighs> See, and that's and then again, it brings up more questions because I I believe you because there is no evidence of any sort of device that they could use to communicate. There is no ship. There's no mothership that Steppenwolf has. He's been traveling via boom tube. Unless mm-hmm. there's something in the atmosphere that we don't know about, but there's not. So I'm inclined to believe you with... It's very possible that Steppenwolf was sent away from Apocalypse hundreds if not thousands of years ago, Earth time. And this is the first time that he's speaking with uh Desaad since him being outcast so yeah it could be like years right I mean it's hard to believe that they don't have any communication but when you kick the guy out and you say hey go do what you gotta do you're in trouble you're in timeout we're gonna take your phone away it's that makes sense this is something that we talked about in the first week when we started doing this but we don't ever get a shot of Steppenwolf's spaceship like we don't see what a apocalyptic spaceship looks like well we don't see him we don't communicate. see what ste- we see apocalyptic spaceships but that's the armada that's yeah the old ways so and we see him via liquid geo from the scout ship and here he's saying that i have the mother box that called out to me that reached out to me it wasn't lex luther he didn't do that it's just when the mother box activated, it spoke towards Steppenwolf. I guess he was just close by or something. But he, we've only seen him travel via boom tube. We only see Darkseid and Assad speak to him using this mother box relay tower. I don't know what else we're going to keep calling it. Communication slab, communication stone, the yeah. obsidian uh, monolith. Of, of the monolith an oracle phone. an oracle is a way of a means to communication the yeah. obsidian oracle monolith phone booth whatever you monolith want to call it phone, monolith phone booth sounds like something from doctor who or some bullshit yeah yeah uh but you know the, he's it's interesting that the way that they're talking about this because they they are telling each other like almost as if they haven't talked about anything in a while other than Oh, I've, I'm going here to Earth because a mother box has activated and has told me that, like, it's here. So, Desaad is like, what about these mother boxes? Like, I understand that you're here trying to conquer this world like you've done all the other 50,000 other worlds. But there's something different here. I get it. Tell me about the mother boxes. And so he says, I mean, he should have been like, listen, I wouldn't be talking to you right now without this mother box because... That's that's the only reason why this thing is, is working. Um, so, and it's just interesting that they, that's how they detail this exposition. Like, that's how yeah. they're going to start talking about the information that we need to know by telling each other, like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. What's and going on? Going back to yesterday's minute <clears throat> with the, uh, the proposed question of have you begun the conquest of uh, pretty much just this world? Mm-hmm. Um but his tone still seems like he's passing Steppenwolf by the wayside still. It's like, okay, have you started what you were going to do? All right, cool. 
Like, where are you at? Just like checking in, just like, all right, cool, great. Do you have anything for me? No. Okay, keep keep working. I don't know why you yeah. had to stop and chat. Like, you still you're still working. I don't need updates. This um, is true. He did call him. He did. You called me, dude. Yeah, he called, you the, called he me. What called are you doing? The regional standing manager. Here? You still have two boxes. Go. The assistant to the regional ma- manager. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think this minute does give a very good insight into the type of hierarchy that uh, at least these apocalyptic figures um, that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, knowing from fans, we know the, the the status between these characters. We know their roles. Um, but to the layperson, they may they may not. So uh, it seems pretty. I don't know. I think I think the dialogue here is really good, showing oh, yeah. um, you know uh, master and servant type thing. Probably not the best words to use, but uh, they're aliens. Um, yeah, it definitely seems like Desaad is more bothered by just the groveling that Steppenwolf is doing. It's yeah. just like. Come on, you know where you're at. You know you're exiled. You mm-hmm. had the chance to stand here, and you didn't. Like you, you effed up, dude. So, why are you trying to like please? I mean, that's exactly what he's trying to do. He's just trying to please us. Get here's the information that I have. Are you happy now? This is close. We're getting closer. It's like, yeah, cool, great, man. But there's no boxes in my view. You don't got the boxes. Go yeah. get them. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Graveling is probably the best term. I've seen memes uh, of the of this scene where it's like he, you know, he'll just be like, "Oh, I got two, but I'm still missing that third one." And it's like decides like this could have been an email. Like you, you didn't have to, you didn't have to call me. It's exactly what this like, is. Don't this don't exactly call me until is. you have all of them. Um, and that's all it is. It is a plea. Like he called Desaad to thee, if you will. Uh, because he's trying to say, look, I'm, I've got one mother box. I, I can do this. I'm your great champion. I'm in this elaborate suit of armor. I am your champion of apocalypse. And I have rescued one mother box. Uh, so, uh, let me talk to my uncle. Uh, let me talk to my nephew. Let me, let me, uh, let me come home. I'm, you know, I'm doing yeah. a great job here. Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me be excused from my exile. And decides like, no can do, boss. I need that. I need those other two mother boxes. Yeah. And now, also, I don't want you to get promoted. I want you to stay beneath my foot. Because he doesn't like him. He doesn't like him. This is... The more that I think about it, and this is where it all falls apart, the more I think about this scene here and how it is just exposition for what Steppenwolf is doing, I understand the why was this here. And I understand the, okay, this is just exposition. Let me just tune out. And I get the, this could have been an email. That's fun. Um, but when you have the idea of this communication stone that's, that's, that's melting and it has dimension and depth and just really good CGI'd characters right here, great voice acting oh my god the, the audio in this minute is oh, give me a hard on like it's just <laughs> when you have those elements 
why wouldn't you want to show them? It's like, why wouldn't you want to work on that? Like, honestly, think about yourself as like a 3D artist or something like that. And you're like, this is what you're going to work on. You're going to work on Desaad and Steppenwolf communicating to each other, doing the Shakespeare bit. This is him in all of his regalness trying to, I guess, you know, show his worth to just this this dark melting metal figure from an artist standpoint that seems like a freaking playground you know yeah it seems like it's like go have fun i don't care if it's exposition or whatever this is your moment to tell the story we need these few scenes we need these storyboard shots but like as a 3d artist and all, all these illustrators and stuff like playground show yeah. me the design show me the death show me the weight like, I want to see two aliens talking to each other like it's Hamlet. And I need alien Hamlet. And people were like, we got you. That, that right there is the beauty of it all. First of all, like, overall, like, on a macro level, if you're not pleased by the audio-visual spectacle that's going on here, like, even if you're tuned out, if it's, it's one of those things, like, be watching it on mute or whatever, but still... The dialogue that they're talking, the you know, the voice modulation, everything that's audio that's going on, but also everything that's visual going on. These two aliens doing this whole Hamlet Shakespeare bit here. Um, if you're not impressed by that already, and you're just going, "Oh, it's all exposition," it's like, okay, well, first of all, congratulations, you figured it out. You're a very smart person. Uh, but are you not entertained by the exposition? Are you not learning from it? Are you not invested? And if you're failing on all of those, then what are you doing here, you know? Uh, and uh, there's plenty of alien movies where we don't get this. There's plenty of alien movies where it's just like, okay, it's a mindless alien uh, armada, and we're just going to have someone on the team just be like, oh, they're, you know, extremely advanced aliens. They're very smart. They're ruthless. And the reason behind it is just invasion. An invasion. And it's like, and people are like, our oh. resources. Yeah, and, and and then you got people going, oh, I wonder what, you know, what the aliens wanted or what, why are they here or, what, you know, what's going on? It's like, nah, you know, you don't get that. Here we're getting not only that, we're getting Shakespeare aliens. Like, what is, like, this is so far, this is so far in advance. These are sentient beings who, who, uh, are not, uh, maybe they do consider themselves the villains. Maybe they know they're the bad guys. But they're so far well versed. They're so educated. These are these are individual creatures. They're not mindless like the parademons are, and even the parademons themselves. Apparently, they are very intelligent because they can actually uh, wound and kill Amazons and superheroes. So they're intelligent too. Um, but yeah, what's going on here is if you're not impressed by just you know audio vision it's a movie it's a moving pictures thing it's a movie like you're here to see moving objects yeah on on a screen like these are pictures that are moving is a comic book movie your comic books that you've read they're moving here and if you're not impressed by that alone and everything that's going on performance capture then be invested in the lore and what's going on here try to get invested i mean this is a four-hour movie you gotta you gotta be tuned into parts like this, and this is awesome. This is 
amazing stuff. Um, I always like seeing Steppenwolf in this movie the way that he is now. And the suit of armor, the way he stands, the way he kneels, it's all just like... It's... It's... um Like... It, I... <clears throat> It's like I want to um, be invested in that character now for more iterations. Like, I know he's only in this movie once, but it's like I want to be invested in Steppenwolf. You want to read a good Steppenwolf story. Like, I care about him. Earth 2, the first volume of Earth 2 that came out in New 52. That was fantastic Steppenwolf. But see, I did read that and didn't feel compelled to to enjoy who this character is. Yeah, I think now if we were to go back to it and and see cuz Earth 2 is like that whole battle of apocalypse on Earth, that is like I mean it's the opposite of Earth Prime because they fail. Mm-hmm. Um but in the way that they fail is so it's so systematic, systemic, I don't know. It's it's they fail the same way that Prime Earth wins. Prime mm, Earth wins, mm-hmm. and it's like absolutely all the pieces fit right into place. You got everything. Superman was able to get there. Batman was able to get there in time. Stop the machine. Stop Superman from getting taken over. Yada yada yada. Everything happened in time. And Earth Two was the exact opposite. Everything is happening in time and when it's supposed to happen, but it's all a failure, and everybody's dying. Mm-hmm. And Steppenwolf is reigning. And it's like, this is a really cool insight into the apocalyptic ground forces and the fear that Steppenwolf carries with him, I think is what it is. Um, Because, I mean, all throughout that first volume, like, you don't see word of Darkseid, really. It's just Steppenwolf coming with his axe and just killing everybody. And it's like, dang, this is intense. A lot of death, a lot of destruction. Um, Not so much... Um, you. I don't think you get as much apocalyptic insight than you do from Earth Prime. Um, motive-wise, I don't think. Um, but I can't. I could be wrong there. But that's really. It's. I think it's really cool. I'm. I'm in it for there. I want to go back and reread, just that whole section. Mm-hmm. Um, even on later on when 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 Superman does get infused with apocalyptic stuff, he's like that. Um berserk guy or whatever his name was but some with a b can't remember apocalypse superman has a different name um but yeah that's that, that's that's really cool that's that was a storyline where i had no idea what steppenwolf was other than fourth world stuff and just like mm-hmm. green conehead guy he was just a guy with a pointy hat and it's like okay cool he, he was you know doesn't matter um But yeah, after reading that and after being introduced to all of that and the lore and the hierarchy that we do see in this, it all fits into place. And I think it's just incredible. I'm invested in it. I want to see more. I really want to see more of Desaad because that guy's Mm -hmm. voice is amazing. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about it Um, in yesterday's episode. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the podcast already, but Desaad is supposed to be the sequel villain of Justice League 2. He's supposed to be the sequel villain. He's supposed to organize the Legion of Doom. It's supposed to be under his control since Steppenwolf is no longer in the picture. Rest in peace, boy. Um, 
but uh, you know, Desaad is a is a really cool character, and Desaad is definitely one of those kind of warlocks that you don't want to underestimate. Kind of like his influence, um, not only his influence, but you know, he is he is one of those technomancers that still exists. I think he's the only one because, as we'll see in the Age of Heroes, a lot of them died, and I don't think they have any more of them. I think Desaad is the last one, mm-hmm. and now he is a little bit more of like a uh, a bit of a, like a Doctor Frankenstein, a bit of a like mad scientist type uh, one that's left. So he is a a radical one. So. Now, are you are you inferring that from when we saw the the Age of Heroes uh, wizards or warlocks or whatever they are? Um, are you inferring that from his his garb and apparently the type of alien race that he is? Because they seemed like they were similar. Steppenwolf is not the same alien as Desaad, I don't think. I mean, at least they don't look like the same type of species. I mean, Steppenwolf has these giant horns and these these chin horns and, and different facial structure. <sighs> Slightly. Eh, not really. They kind of have the same facial structure. I think they're the same alien. That's a good question. That's a very good question. That's like, a very what good question. type of, what kinds of aliens does Apocalypse have? Because granny goodness, I mean, she's a human. Big Barda. That's a humanoid. Yeah, uh, those... The furious is just like a cat or something like that too. Yeah, those those are that's a that's a good question. But I'm pretty sure these people are of the same race, which I forget what that planet is called of. But you know, back when there were the old gods and back back when like uh, New Genesis and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like okay. yeah, where they come from. Um and they kind of traded what they traded like Darkseid and Orion. Orion. Yeah. yeah. Uh that's that's where they come from. So I'm sure they look like that. I wonder okay. if they ever like, uh, if artists ever plan out their skeletal skeletal structure first when they're designing an alien race, and they're like, well, if you know, we're gonna have Desaad, Darkseid, and Steppenwolf, and they're all the same race, but they're all different looking. They've all at least need to have the same anatomy, right? Like they have to have the same hands and and uh, spinal column and stuff like that. So I wonder if they go into detail that much, or if they're just like, no, they just got to have pointy chins. Like, as long as they have that, then they look the same. Yeah. But, yeah, their their faces are the same. Their nose, uh, chin, all that, jawline, jaw, teeth, it's all similar, especially the hands. Yeah, they the hands are definitely, obviously, the same. The hands are uh, an underrated, uh, magnificent thing. Having two thumbs, one on each side... That's impressive. They got two thumbs on each side? Is that not? In, that's the second thumb. That's the thumb right on there. On both Steppenwolf and Desaad? Yeah. I've, many, I haven't seen. How many fingers I, I they got? I haven't, I haven't taken a closer look at the... Uh, it's every hand. time Steppenwolf does that hand clenching thing, fist clenching. He's got like a dew claw. He's got... Uh, how, many, how many fingers does this man have? I'm pretty sure he's got... Somebody count that. <laughs> it's a cr- I can't count. One. That's one, two, three, four, five. So he's got five right there, and then six, seven, right? Yeah. 
He's oh got, yeah, he totally has like yeah. He's got like oh, wow. an extra. He might it might be like he has an extra he's got two extra fingers. An extra pinky ring finger is probably what it is. Yeah. How did they decide which ones they're gonna give him? It should be like he should have an extra thumb, right? Or should they give him an extra? What is the purpose of that? Support, but that's what I'm talking about. That's that's what's cool to me is that he has a full set of extra fingers to hold things in any way. I don't know. That to me is impressive for an mm-hmm. alien species. I want an extra two fingers. That would be really cool. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. I don't care how yeah. weird that looks. Um, can you back up it real quick to the beginning of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment where okay, so here. We were talking about... Here, pause. Yeah. We were talking about um, weightless CGI or, 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 or CGI where you notice, like, that could have been better. You noticed a couple parademons at one point and uh, something else in the movie or whatever. Yeah. I a remember horse. thinking... The horses. The horses. Uh, yeah, and Hippolyta dashing away. I remember thinking that Desaad's arms here were just so... This stick figure, just nothing. There's no movement, really, just in that scene right there. And then they fix it by giving you a close-up of that very hand, and they give you some movement to it. But here, I get it, it being like, okay, it's just like a stone. It doesn't have to have that much movement. Um, so it's just kind of like depicting the, the image. Um, you know, what's really movement, moving is just the mouth not so much the the arms and the hands but but right there it's like his hands hanging down seem kind of i i don't it, he looks like a halloween prop i see what you're saying and from face value like if like in a concept in a in a screen what am i talking about um screenplay not screenplay um storyboard mm-hmm. as far as a storyboard frame goes this with Desaad in the upper left corner and stepping from the bottom right and him just being like, mother boxes, tell me about them right now. It's a good shot. It's, it's a, a great good, shot. It's a great shot. But when you talk about the hands and how they're not moving, I think this is, first guess would be it's Peter Guinness and he's his hands are down like that and he's trying he's just, to have like yeah. this pose. And so they're like, well, he didn't move his hands, so we're not going to move it. Yeah. But at least animate the fingers a little bit have like some but then again it's like what if you know if i had a real person standing in front of me doing the same thing not all of us are animated and you know our entire bodies sometimes it's more believable if things are not moving at all so i don't know if someone was standing in front of me and asked me questions their hands their fingers would not be animated and moving to show that they're animated and moving and if it's stone that he's that that the the medium that that he's using to communicate is actual stone and the only thing really that's moving is the mouth then i understand how it's just the facial expression moving as as if that was the only thing being captured um i will say did you ever see that uh the movie um Adrian Brody, The Village. 
M Night M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I did see the village. You remember the fake hands that that he he put on to give in get in the that's those hands look exactly like that shit. They were just like these big rubber hands that just hung down. Yeah, that's what that looks like, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that movie upset me so much when I was a kid, man. Not because it was scary, just because like of the reveal. Yeah, the rivet that was so upset. Sets, come on. That's that's that Shyamalan, baby. That's that's how that that works. It was upsetting. They didn't need to. I don't know. It was upsetting. We got signs. We, we you know, we got we, signs. Did scare me. Yeah, the village was just like, I feel bad for Adrian Brody's character. Why didn't anybody freaking talk to him or something? I don't he, know. Yeah, dude I had a great he, imagination. So he killed people. Damn. I thought you were going to say, like, um, the CGI of the molting rock, like, falling down would have some CGI weight to it. Because that looks good. That's impressive looking. I think that looks great. That looks like just molten rock falling down, dripping down. Yeah. That's impressive. I like that. Lava. It's the whole thing that we got here. The fact that we get this, like, three times... You know, one for each mother box being built and stuff like that, and him finding about the anti-life equation, all that stuff is. I like coming here. I like I like being here to see this stuff. This you stu- like Steppenwolf's lair. I love Steppenwolf's design. I love Steppenwolf. I love seeing it. I love seeing his emotional spectrum, whether he's angry or sad, just frightening. Um, it's nice that we have this character, you know? It's nice that we get to spend time with this character because it's the only movie he's going to be in, so uh, yeah. if you don't count Dawn of Justice. I'm glad or, that we got a lot of them and, yeah. and a correct version of it. That's the thing. I'm glad that we got the correct version, the full potential of Steppenwolf in this movie. Yeah, and not the, yeah, and not the other version, the 2017 version, which would have been in here if they had not gone back and, and redone it. It yeah. still would have been that 2017 version doing the same thing right now. Um, and that would have been... That character does not look good. Not at all. But that's neither here nor there any longer. So with that being said, um, I don't know if you have anything left for this one, Nate. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. I'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 59 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.